feels over here so I hope that you are in a good place in a good space and that you are just unwinding and relaxing well welcome to another episode of she's relentless podcast where we discuss all things strength all things courage all things grit and tenacity let me just tell you what you have stumbled upon is a warm safe space on this here internet where we take a very necessary pause to highlight and chat with women who are out here doing all the things and doing them well. I am your host, Shonda Matthew, and it is my distinct pleasure to navigate and facilitate this conversation today. A very meaningful conversation, but fun, because that's got to be a part of anything that I do. So now that you know what it is, who I am, let's just jump right in. I am excited to introduce my guest today. We are here with Staff Sergeant Nicole Booker-Johnson. She is the enlisted military assistant to the Deputy Secretary of Defense for the United States Army. Whew, that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> Nicole is married. She's the mother of one, and she'll tell you more about her family. She's also the administrative pastor of her church, Community of Believers. And Nicole currently resides in Waldorf, Maryland. Without further ado, I want to welcome Staff Sergeant Nicole Booker-Johnson. How are you doing today, lady? Hello, I am good. How are you? Doing great. Now that I hear your voice, how was your day? So far, so good. How I was know. yours? I know. It, it was It was. It was a Friday. It was the Friday-est <laughs> of a Friday, but <laughs> we leaving all that behind. We moving right. ahead. Yes. So before we get too deep into um, what you do and all the particulars, just who is Nicole? Tell us just a little bit about who you are as a person. Well, I am originally from Evergreen, Alabama. I, I am the youngest of 11 siblings. I am married to Derek, whom I met in basic training. And together we have one daughter named Sheridan. Um, I've been in the Army for the past 13 years now. Wow. I bet that time went by really, really fast. My goodness. It did. It really did. <laughs> um, wow. So what? why did you choose a life in the military? Um, and as much as you can share, what exactly is it that you do? Well, the truth is I ran out of money while I was pursuing a nursing degree. Okay. And so I started working at the nursing home in Evergreen and I worked there for about a year or so. Um, I realized that although I love my mom, that I didn't want to live with her in Evergreen for the rest of my life. So right. here we are. I joined the military as a 42 Alpha, which is a human resources specialist. And typically on a day-to-day -day basis, I process soldiers' requests. So whether it's a leave form or an request for an award, mm -hmm. um, issues with pay, just anything having to deal with taking care of people, that's what I did. Uh, but currently, 
um, working as the enlisted military aide to the deputy secretary of defense. Um, just think personal assistant. So anything from making sure she's prepared for a meeting, making sure she has the proper uh, read ahead material to be prepared for that meeting. Uh, that's pretty much what I do. Okay. And forgive me for my ignorance, but go ahead. What is her name? Is she newly appointed? I, I feel like I've seen her in the media recently. You actually have. Um, she's doc the Honorable Dr. Kathleen Hicks. Um, yes. She's the first woman to be confirmed in this position. Wow. Okay. I thought, I thought so. I wanted to make sure. Let me tell y'all listeners, Nicole is a very humble woman. But she walks heavy, and you don't just get to work in the Pentagon. So that lets you know about her level of excellence and expertise. And from Evergreen, Alabama to Waldorf, Maryland, like that's got to be pretty close to D.C., right? I'm not exactly sure. It is. Sure. It is. It is. Okay. It's like 20 miles outside of D.C. Okay. All right. I just wanted to check myself and make sure I knew um, exactly uh who we were dealing with here as far as your your boss but that's amazing and congratulations on your new appoint appointment now you mentioned mom so i never had the pleasure of meeting your mom i've only seen um beautiful pictures of her i do believe i have seen your dad in person before both who have gone on to be with the lord rest their souls but I want to ask you, what is it like to be the baby of such a large family? And I said this question might get you in trouble, but are there certain siblings whom, who can remain nameless, who you connect with uh, more than others? And just what is it like the family gatherings with the bookers? Because I remember you guys going all around singing and doing ministry. So tell us a little bit about your family. It is amazing. Not to sound like a spoiled brat or anything, but <laughs> until this day, I still get what I want being the baby. Of course. Um, I can't confirm nor deny that there is a sibling that I connect with more. So we're going to just skip right over that part. We're going to leave um, that right there. Right. <laughs> she or he knows who they are. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the family gatherings are amazing. It is fun. It is loud. It is entertaining. Uh, there is singing and laughing. It's just all around a good time. Wow, that's that's a beautiful thing. So growing up in such a close-knit, tight family, I'm pretty sure that raised the bar in the standard high when you got ready to start your own family. And I heard you say you've been with Derek since basic training. So basically, you guys have grown up together. Tell us a little bit more about hubby. And please, I would be remiss if I left out Miss <laughs> Sherry. She, she is a whole mood, y'all. She's a whole mood. <laughs> She's a hot mess. <laughs> um... How many years you said you guys been married? So this year, we'll actually, we've known each other for, um, it'll be 14 in September. And mm -hmm. this August, we'll have been married for 10. Wow. Is he a soldier as well? He is. So how, what is that dynamic? Have you ever had to separate for any considerable amount of time or deployments that really put a strain on your marriage? And, and what was that like? Um, we've been separated so when we were stationed in Colorado. Um, 
we were there for almost four years. Mm -hmm. Every year we were separated for at least six months. Wow. So that was pretty hard because I couldn't, I mean, it may sound like a bad parent, but I couldn't take care of our child by myself being in the military. So Mm -hmm. he would be wherever he was. And then Sheridan would have to go to Alabama with my family. And then Mm -hmm. it would just be me at home taking Mm -hmm. care of everything that's there. So it's, mm. it's pretty rough at times, especially now being in the position that I am. Like, I don't really have that much free time. So on any given daily basis, it's like it's hit or miss if we see each other because I'm mm. up and out of the house around four o'clock in the morning. So I don't really see them until the afternoons. And then that's just long enough to eat, shower mm-hmm. and go to bed. See, I don't know about you guys out there listening, but what I'm hearing is sacrifice. And I want you guys to understand when people say freedom isn't free, it's really more than a cliche. These are regular people like you and I, but listen Mm -hmm. to what she's having to sacrifice from day to day. And this is her only child. So when you see Uh, that uniform you might not be the most patriotic person you might feel however you choose to feel about these United States but just know trust and believe somebody somewhere is dealing with and sacrificing something for your and my freedom so I can't I can't thank you enough and I was going to ask you what was the biggest challenge of living a military life but that may be it unless there's something else you want to highlight. And then talk about the greatest reward, because I know that um, you've had a great career so far. Yeah. So that would be by far the biggest challenge, like not necessarily seeing your family or for seeing them for short periods of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because then I I also work kind of like shift work. So, Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm on the morning shift, I'm up and out of the house, like I said, at like four o'clock in the morning. And then I get home in enough time to pick her up from school. But if I work the afternoon shift, I, I do drop her off at seven o'clock. But then by the time I return, which is between seven and eight, she's typically either in the bed or getting ready to go to bed. So then mm. it's like I only spend that first 30, 45 minutes in the morning seeing her all day. Mm. Um, the greatest reward is knowing that I have made a difference and it's still making a difference in soldiers' lives by being a mentor or a listening ear and then being able to use those connections that I've made to help other people that's having issues. Right. And then it's just simply being part of something that's bigger than myself is, is very rewarding. Wow. You know, I always tell people at work, you need friends and two at least one good friend in two departments. One is IT. So when your stuff break down. Right. <laughs> and you need somebody in HR. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times they you guys advocate for for the employee and in your case mm-hmm. the soldier. And let's not let's not um skip over the fact that I I, I know there's a good life and you're a giver. That's the sh- the short amount of time, I mean, I've, I've known you all my life, but not up and close, but mm-hmm. the, I would say over the last year and a half, got to know you a little better, and I can clearly see you are a giver, but you know what? You can't be a giver when you're broke, so let's just Absolutely. say life is good. <laughs> Absolutely. God has blessed you, and it, and you are a blessing 
um, to others. And I wanted to ask you, how does your faith play a part in being such a strong leader at work? You know, a lot of people want to leave their God on Sundays. We want to leave mm-hmm. him, you know, at the house. But how, how does your faith play a part in the role that you play at work? I would say it play a very big part in my role at work. Like, although I don't try to push my religion or my God on anyone, uh, mm-hmm. but if I'm approached with a problem, I have no issues with giving them a scripture or just explaining how I would navigate that issue based off of my religious beliefs and offering prayer if they want it or just trying to be there for them, not even necessarily in a faith role, but letting them know because of my faith, like I can still be there for them and not judge whatever they're going through. Mm. So that you just said a mouthful about not judging because there, there are a lot of challenges. Um, you, I mean, let's just get right to it. You've probably had to work with people from maybe say the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. You probably run across a couple of atheists who don't believe in God at all. Right. And so you know, we can't always wear a name tag or a t-shirt, but it's all in how you deal with people. Right. And so, wow, that that's good right there, Nicole. Uh, I wanted to ask you, as far as the administrative role, I think it said you're the administrative pastor with your church. You want to talk a little bit about what that role is like? So because we're still doing everything um, virtually, like mm-hmm. I make sure we have a program lined out. So who's going to do what on Sundays? Um, I make the slideshow for the announcements. Um, if we're doing communion, I make sure you have your communion supplies. Um, if there's been like a sickness or a death in your family, I make sure we get the card or whatever gift we're going to send and make sure you have that. Um, just all things administrative is what I do. So like a, a, another service role. Another service role. You see how our gifts work for us across the board? Right. You know, so many people, so many women are like, what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my gift? You know, I, I truly believe that what God has gifted you to do, you'll be able to do it across the board at work, at school, at church, and not be such in a box. So right. in essence, it's, it seems like you're a servant everywhere you go. Yes. Now, I'm going to say this. Out of uh, your sisters, I will say that I'm probably closest to Shawnee. And I got a little tip. <laughs> I got a little tip that you love to cook and bake. I do. I didn't know that. So what do you cook and bake? Is is it a hobby or is it, an, is it a business? Because if there's any information you want people to know and we can support you, then by all means, share. So right now is, is just a hobby. Um, but I love to bake cheesecakes, all types of cheesecakes. Ooh. Um, and cinnamon rolls is my newest venture. Um, eventually, mm. probably once I'm done with, I hang up my military hat, then I want to put on my chef's coat. So that is a plan of mine to go to culinary art school and then to open up my own restaurant. Uh, y'all hear this? Go- goals. The lady is killing it and she <laughs> still got goals. Let me tell you, never stop. 
never stop dreaming, never stop working. And I'm going to tell you, I got, I'm, I'm a foodie. I got my <laughs> mouth started watering when you first said cheesecake. So I'm going to have to <laughs> figure out a way to, uh, to taste some of that. But from the military hat to the chef coat, I'm here for it, Nicole. The sky's the Thank limit. You. Thank you. So how can people connect with you? Uh, do you have a website or if you want to share your social media at this time? Uh, or uh, if you don't do a whole lot online, that's fine too. But let us know. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Snapchat at you underscore NV underscore me, the number two. So you envy me too. And on Facebook at Nicole Booker Johnson. Awesome. Awesome. I know you hear my fur baby in the background. Of course, he wants to get excited um, <laughs> while we're recording. So before I let you go, this has been really insightful. Happy to learn a little bit more about you. I want to have what I call a fun, rapid fire round of questions. So this is how it goes. I don't want you to think too hard. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. All right, nothing too hard, I promise. But first, a word from our sponsor. Excuse me. Hey, don't look around. I'm talking to you. Have you been thinking about or toying around with the idea of starting your own podcast? Well, this is Shonda Matthew, host of She's Relentless, and I'm here to encourage you to do just that. With Anchor FM, it is literally the easiest way to start a podcast. Anchor provides dozens of tools to coach you along the way. But you want to know one of the best parts of all is that you can do so using your smartphone. No need for fancy microphones, expensive equipment, or soundproof studios. Unless, of course, that's what you want. But we're talking about simply getting started. Oh, wait, did I fail to mention that it's free 99? That's right. Anchor hosts your podcast for absolutely no charge. So what was that excuse again? Hmm. I can't wait to hear your content. When you work out, because I know you're in shape. <laughs> do you prefer to run outside or treadmill treadmill okay what would be more fun for nicole a spa day or at the amusement park definitely a spa day okay when you fire your weapon because i know you're not to be played with <laughs> i already know do you like the indoor range or do you like outside I'm going to go indoor. Indoor. Are you a heels lady or sneakers? Heels. Okay. If someone gave you an all expense paid vacation right now, would you head to Jamaica or some part of Africa? Ooh, I'm going to go to Africa. Okay. I want to go to uh, Johannesburg too. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Are you an Android person or Apple? Apple. Oh, yeah. You say for real. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That 
is all oh you know what just popped in my mind y'all nicole is a drummer when i, I am when i tell you she got all kind of gifts and you can't put this lady in a box <laughs> she can play the heck out of some drums so maybe one day if you follow her online you'll get a chance to see or hear a little bit of that but for now I just want to thank you for again agreeing to be here with us because in my eyes you're definitely a relentless woman and I just can't wait to see all of what God does with you in you and through you so thank you again Nicole thank you for having me and for you, I just want to remind you, as I do every week, if you see a woman doing what it is you want to do, glean from her. If you don't see a woman doing what it is you want to do, roll up your sleeves, take a deep breath, and blaze your own trail because you are relentless. Until next week. <laughs>